0: following recording is a production of Kicking Out at 2 in conjunction with the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network and is intended for private use only. For more information, head on over to facebook.com forward slash out at 2 or our Twitter handle at kicking out 2, along with searching Retromania with a W on any and all podcast platforms available to listen to archive shows such as this and all the great content of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network ever reading content at your fingertips anytime at your listening pleasure and with that being said we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show grab a pen some paper take some notes it's every podcaster's wet dream to fantasy book and we are going to do that here on this episode of kicking out It two as it's survivor series season and we're going to be bringing you our fantasy survivor series podcast here joining me uh, to uh, lend a hand in this concept, uh, a contributor, special contributor over the years for this podcast, my brother Justin Rosenbooth. What's going on, pal?
1: What's up, man? I Yeah, every time I come here, I feel like I have a new uh, a new moniker. I was once the uh, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, maybe I feel like maybe the word architect was was brought in. I, I'm sure that's right. <clears throat> uh yeah. What special contributor? I like that. I was. I, I thought you were going to say special counsel.
0: I think I said consultant.
1: Ooh. I think I, I think I called you a consultant. Okay. We're one like point. basically like writing out like future uh, job titles for Paul Hamill once his time as special counsel. Wraps up with. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get away
0: from the the, the language and terminology. I'm not trying to gimmick and fringe, if you will. (laughs) So, um, aside from using the the term special. But um, yeah, so a while back, a couple of years ago, we did something very similar where we we, we built a SummerSlam card, a dream SummerSlam card, based off of matches that took place prior. And it was a take from. A show on WWE Network called The Ultimate Show, where they do like a fantasy booking of like an Ultimate WrestleMania or an Ultimate Survivor Series. So I thought to kind of take a little bit from them, we would do a fantasy Survivor Series. We would build a Survivor Series, if you will, uh, with teams from the past, teams that have formed four on four, five on five. Um, And we will take certain teams. It won't be the actual matches itself, but it will be the teams. So, for instance, let's say the Hulkamaniacs from 1989 consisted of Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, and Demolition. Um, Let's say we were to pair them up against... Oh, God, I don't know. um, The Perfect Team from 1990. Mr. Perfect and all three members of Demolition. Well, you can't really do that because two of those guys were on the 1989 team. So, I've already fucked up the concept as it is. But... um, that you kind of get the idea. So the the basic boundaries and ground rules we're going to have here for this is we're going to do six matches on the card. Okay, six or seven, right? Didn't we say? I think we said six. Six? Okay, so six matches. So the basic concept of Survivor Series, for those of you out there listening, has always been like teams of four, teams of five face off against each other, elimination style, last team standing, no matter how many guys are on that team wins the match. And over the years, it's, it's, it's evolved. It's become... It was once a place where you saw like guys that you never saw coexist on television before team up for the very first time against their rivals. Uh, and then it eventually evolved over the years into like a brand versus brand type of warfare between Raw and SmackDown. And then more recently, within the last year, they've, they've thrown the War Games concept into mm-hmm. the Survivor Series. So yep. we're going to kind of take all of that and put it into one. And so each match is going to be... Five out of the six matches are going to be Survivor Series elimination matches. We're going to have one men's match and one women's match. Then we're going to have one men's Raw versus SmackDown match. And we're going to have one women's Raw versus SmackDown match. Then we're going to have one 10-on-10, 20-man, tag team Survivor Series elimination match. There's only been, I think, four in the history of Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. So we're going to pick teams for that as well. And then we're going to ha- have a War games match. And the War games match is going to be basically, well, why don't you explain it?
1: So I think, so <clears throat> the War games match, I think that, we, that we've agreed on here is just going to basically be, we're going to pick the teams based off of the collection of people we picked in the previous matches. So the best of the best, if you will. We're not going to necessarily book the matches per se and find sole survivors, but we could call them that if we wanted to. Yeah. The, the, they survived at least... In terms of they, they stood out yep. as people in the preferred matches that we booked, I also think it's important to know to go back to what you said about the, 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 con- the concept here is that while it is, like Dave said, taken from um, the WWE network show, uh, The Ultimate Show, it is also, at least in my thought process, if you ever like, watch like, you know any like sports show or whatever and they talk about like you, know, oh, if you could build the perfect quarterback. You took Peyton Manning's brain and Michael Vick's feet and Brett Favre's arm. Like, that's the perfect quarterback, right? Like, that's that's kind of the, the alignment here with this, is that we're taking the best of the best in different areas uh, that would make a Survivor Series. And I think the fact that we're starting with the thought process that you put together as far as, like, the whole card is Survivor Series matches is, like, so on brand, so perfect, because that's how the concept started. Yep. You know what I mean? And to me, like...
0: They've gotten lost from that over the yes. years.
1: Yes, and, and to me, like, I have an affinity for this pay-per-view concept. I know people love WrestleMania. Not, you know, not that I don't. Of course I do. The World Rumble is one that everyone talks about. And then SummerSlams always the WrestleMania of summer, like, things like that, right? To me, Survivor Series is like the, the nugget, the one that we don't talk about enough. Yep. To me, it's like the all-star game. For everything, like you said, the time where said superstars who don't cross paths who aren't really seen in the same ring or frame together they get to be in the same ring or frame together and you get to just fantasize a little bit of like oh my god like what would that be like or you know there are concepts where you're in the ring with someone you don't like you know you're you're standing on the apron with someone you don't like that's the the to me the the mental masturbation of Survivor Series that I think that's where it started so long ago and I know there was Hogan and Andre and all that but like that's that's what's been to me the most consistent linear aspect of what fans immerse themselves in when it comes to Survivor Series. So being able to kind of play it out here in a in a in a in a fantasy build your own best of the best. I think is perfect here because now we can kind of look at like oh what might a team from the the you know from '89 or '90 look like against a team from 2012 and I'm not yep. and I'm not saying You're those just it right, out just there. numbers yeah, just right example, like yeah. battle of eras you know what I yeah. mean we're, we're we're taking not just what would it look like for someone in your own era to be next to someone in your own era but what would it look like again when when eras collide and, yeah. and things like that so that to me is the 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 bread and butter of what the 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 this gimmick if you will is about
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, growing up, when it came time to you know announce the Survivor Series card or the teams, you know there was such anticipation. At least on my end, I'm sure on many fans' ends over the years. Uh, sometimes you would find out through the magazine. Like I got right. the magazine in the mail, so you would see, and like you open up, and it, the, like the cover of the magazine. It's like exclusive Survivor Series card rundown, and then you go to turn the pages, and it's like. Oh, my God. Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, and Demolition against the million-dollar team, Ted DiBiase, Zeus, and the Powers of Pain? Or, you know, 1990, the Warriors, the Ultimate Warrior, the Legion mm-hmm. of Duty, the Texas Tornado against Mr. Perfect, and all three members of Demolition? Oh, my God. Like, you would just be enamored. Or, like, the... the the WWF Survivor Series report, Mean Gene would be in the studio, and then he would announce the team, and then the team would be together for the first time on camera, like, yeah. in like a you know a pre pre recorded segment, and it, or even sometimes they would do them, like with the live crowds on the, like the the podium, the I don't even know what they call it, the. Where main Gene used to stand on, like that? They Z- call
1: it, well, I think I heard Corey Graves call it, it's called the Okerlund position. The Oakland like, position. I don't know yes. if that's an official term, but. I, I, we could dub uh, it that, yeah. That's, he's at that's least dubbed it that on television not too long ago. Actually, I just remember, was, like, like, the like the as a, as a
0: kid watching, like, Superstars or Wrestling Challenge, and, you know, they had Okerlund out there, and he announced Randy Savage's team and Savage for 1987, and Savage came out with Elizabeth. Then all of a sudden, like, in the frame, yeah. Jake Roberts walks in, yeah. Ricky Steamboat, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Brutus Beefcake. I'm like, whoa, like, that's an all-star team right there. So like the anticipation is lost, I think, when it comes to announcing and, and kind of building uh, these Survivor Series teams. And I think the concept has just been lost in general. And I think it's something that I think would do very well um, in the current crop of WWE. Yeah. Um, although at the same time, with so much intermingling of the brands, you kind of see everybody in the same frame. So yeah, it's kind of hard to really um, position those dream matchups right. or dream teams anymore. And
1: I, f- I feel like to that point too, it, it there are markings of what Survivor Series could and used to be with along with like what MLB's All Star Game could and used to be. Yeah, it was an event to watch that game on a Tuesday night and see you know. Pedro Martinez throwing to Barry Bonds. Yeah, because back then there wasn't the the intermingling as There's much. No, uh, AL uh, versus NL. Yeah. Like there was a brief period where you would play some games <laughs> against uh, a, a cross league team. Yeah, and now it's it's every day. You're playing almost everybody. So I get it now. It's 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 definitely evolved. But like there was a time, like when we were younger, like you know someone hits a single. You know, let's just say you know. Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey hits a single and he's standing there on first base, and who's ho- holding the bag at first? Mark McGuire. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Imagine if those guys got to square yeah. off in the World Series. And it was like, photo ops with like the whole yeah, game. Yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. And I yeah. thought like, and I think like that there's there was moments like that it, uh, for those survivor shows, probably more that you remember than I, in terms of just like the how long the event's been around. But still, like the the WrestleMania thoughts kind of start. Trinkling out and start kind of entering your brain there because you're like, as a kid, ooh, here we go. As a kid,
0: I wasn't really thinking that, but as I've watched older Survivor Series over the years, like I've looked back, like for instance, like 1990 Survivor Series, Randy Savage wasn't even on the card. He did not have a match on the card. He did. He cut a promo, basically declaring his intentions of challenging the Ultimate Warrior for the WWF Championship. Right. So looking back on it, as I've watched it in years years later. You, you could tell that they were building towards that at WrestleMania, whether it was for the title or not. Yeah. Savage and Warrior was going to be a main attraction match. Yeah, um.
1: but to that point, I also like the fact that, like, especially earlier then, like again, the card was entirely Survivor Series matches. It kind of gave you a break from the every month the title gets... yeah, not, you know, not that they did the pay per every month the title gets, yeah, put up. yeah, you know what I mean. The titles are defended on every pay per view, yeah. premium live event, whatever you want to call it now that's like a nice logical break, especially as you gear up for the turn of the new year, gearing up for WrestleMania season and kind of, it's like, it's a break, but it's also a good time in a new format or not a new format, but a different format to, to reposition the board, if you will, to, to get us
0: to where we want to go. It's ironic that you say that because I just read something on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. It's still Twitter to me. I don't give a shit. Uh, The other day, where there was there, there was the big chatter recently that Roman Reigns is not advertised or scheduled to be a part of Survivor Series, and that's one of the, the, the big premium live events that they right. like to build, right? And then more recently, they just announced that Seth Rollins, who is the World Heavyweight Champion on Raw, is going to be a part of the War Games match, so there was already people complaining that there isn't a major World Heavyweight Championship being defended or being put up on the Survivor Series card, and it's like... Jesus Christ! Like I mean, today's fans are so fickle. It's yeah, just, I was gonna it, say it, it, it drives it drives you nuts. Like you want this, you want that. Then when you get this, well, I didn't get that. You yeah, know? it's just it's it's unreal. You know, it, yeah, a little bit of
1: amnesia when you get which again, be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. And then and you do and then you.
0: Here is the other thing too, and I mean, we're gonna go slightly <clears throat> off top before we get into the concept itself. But people complain that you know currently Roman Reigns he's not around to defend the title. That's why they put a second title up, and and you know he. He shouldn't be the champion. What happened to the 30, every 30 days you defend the title bullshit, God, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, God forbid that they break the rules, you know? The, the, um, rule, the fake rules that they create. The fake rules have been broken for yeah. 35, 40 years. I mean, there should be yeah. instant replay by now in wrestling with the way the referees officiate matches if we're going to talk about rules here. But yeah. nonetheless, growing up, <clears throat> Hogan was the champion for four years. And I maybe saw him on TV like half a dozen times.
1: And it was a big deal when he was was on TV. Yeah, exactly. Granted,
0: yes, he worked the live events and he did all the house shows and you know he worked worked double shots and you know he he was a big part of building their live event business um, to what it's yeah
1: just a different time. I mean, yeah,
0: it was a different strategy of their business at the time, but you know, Hogan, like I said, I I, it was it was a huge deal to see him on TV every week. Now people are complaining that Mm -hmm. Roman isn't on TV every week, but then if you put him on TV. It's like I'll oh, get him off TV. He's like, oh, I'm he's, sick of him being the yeah, champion. I'm sick of him being the champion. It's like you know, like you, you can't win with fans these days. No, That's no, why I've not. like I've tried so hard to remove myself from from those type of conversations um, when it when it comes to that. But um, nonetheless, let's get into the concept here. All right, what do you want? What, what match do you want to start off with? I'm good. I'm good with whatever. Let's- all right, so I got an idea. Let's start off with. An interesting one that hasn't been done in Survivor Series history a whole lot. That's the that's the 10-on-10, 10 20-man, 10, tag-team Survivor Series elimination match. It's only been done, I believe, on four occasions in Survivor Series history. The inaugural Survivor Series in 87. The second one in 1988. Uh, they, re, they they brought back the concept in 2016. And I think they brought it back in 2017 or 2018. I'm not sure. Yeah, to- one of
1: those. Yeah, because it was right when... Cause it, 16, 17, 18, they had just gone back to the brand extension. And yeah, that sounds familiar.
0: All right. So let's, let's, let's look at the, the, the 10 on 10 match from 1987. You had the British Bulldogs, the Killer Bees, the Fabulous Rougeos, Strike Force, and the Young Stallions taking on the Bolsheviks, Demolition, the Dream Team of Dino Bravo and Greg Valentine, the Hart Foundation, and the Islanders of Haku and Tama. Do either of those teams really stick out as somebody you want to put on the board? Hmm,
1: honestly, not a you know not a not not really. I okay, think, I mean I'm just
0: it's out it's 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 out there. So let's let's uh, you know, at the very least, let's just you know we'll, we'll it's an option, but we won't put it up there yet. I don't blame you. There's really now. Let's go to 1988. 1988. This might be one you might find a team here. That, so these are the two t- teams. I think this is the year where it's like the golden era. But yeah, okay. rattle them off: the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, and the Heart Fo- yep. the Heart Foundation and the Young Stallions against Demolition, the Brainbusters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Bolsheviks, the Fabulous Rogues, and the Conquistadors. Out of those, those are two, better. Okay.
1: Those are better. Those right. are I, honestly I feel like once you said like Rockers and British Bulldogs, I was like, okay, that's a fucking and Hart team. And Heart Foundation. And Heart Foundation yeah. too. That's a fucking Powers team. Powers of
0: Pain and then the Young Stallions. That's a good team.
1: Yeah. Um <coughs> excuse me. And then the other team, you said Demolition, Demolition and Brain Busters. The Brain like, Busters. Fuck. Yeah. Even like, the
0: Rougeau's, who are great technicians, they're very underrated for, for a, a, yeah, a mid card team. I, well. let
1: me allow me to introduce a team nearly thirty years later, going as the concept is reintroduced, twenty sixteen against because I, I feel like we could either do one of those teams against like this team that one, that, I'm, that I that I rattle off here. Okay, Team Raw from two thousand sixteen. That's Sheamus and Cesaro. The Bar, yep. Yep. Enzo and Big Cass. A good team. The Good Brothers. Yep. The New Day. Yep. And The Shining Stars. That is Premon Ep- Ep- Epica. The so cologne, The, the Colognes. Okay. They were doing the whole, like... They were doing the, the whole... gimmick travel business thing. Yeah, um, the, the come um, to the resort.
0: Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. I remember that. Yeah. There's That's Team that Raw. That's Team Raw. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Team SmackDown. American Alpha. All right. Brizango, uh. Slater and Rhino the Hype Bros, eh, and the not. Usos. Now, to me, the, the better team is the first one, Team Raw. That, yeah. to me, is a, is, a, is a fairly loaded team. Yeah. You know? I, I think like very it. loaded team, yeah. minus the Shining Stars. But I always had, a, I always liked the, I thought they were very underutilized. The Colognes? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so to me, that would be an interesting matchup against maybe any of those 88 teams.
0: Okay. Um, Either of Out those of the 88, 88 team, which one do you like? The Ooh. Babyface team, Powers of Pain, Heart Foundation, Bulldogs, Rockers, and Stallions? or demolition brainbusters uh Rugeot's, bolsheviks and conquistadors probably that first one honestly. the first one okay. cuz to me there's
1: on that second team
0: after brainbusters after brainbusters
1: and demolition it's like eh, yeah okay you know what i mean We're, that's they have two good teams and three as the other team has three fucking loaded teams and two as you know yeah. what i mean so well, even the Rougeos weren't a bad team. No, they were. So, so it's like a very—I would say that's probably the better team. If I—I I, a-
0: I was never a big Rougeo guy uh, growing up, but I've learned to appreciate their work over the years um, as a team. The stuff they did with the Rockers. If there's one match you go out of your way to watch, and I said this once before. It was a six-man match that they had at SummerSlam where they in '89 where they tagged with Rick Martel against Tito Santana and the Rockers. Oh my God! Like they put some of these fucking bullshit trio matches. Trios matches the AEW does out of the water. Oh, yeah. Just in terms of, like, the in-ring, the work <clears> rate, <throat> the psychology. Like, holy cow. Um, so, I've learned to appreciate the Rujos more uh, you know, as time has gone on over the years. So, all right. So, do you want to lock in the 1988 Babyface team? You want to lock them in?
1: I would say, yeah.
0: Okay, sorry. Right, so, we're going to lock them in as one team. So, that is Powers of Pain, the heart Foundation, the British Bulldogs, the Rockers, and the Young Stallions. Okay, I'm Paul just Robin I'm I'm putting
1: Parker. this on the record. We don't have a whiteboard today, folks. Okay, no, we, we Powers yeah. of Pain, <laughs> Rockers, Heart Foundation, Bulldogs, and Rougeaux.
0: No, uh, Young Stallions. Oh, oh, Young
1: Stallions. So Powers of Pain, Rockers, Heart Foundation, Bulldogs, and Young Stallions. Powers I, of Pain is a solid team too, so that's Yeah, they sure. were
0: yeah. And this was the year that the Powers of Pain had joined Mr. Fuji Mr. Fuji turned on Demolition. They did the old switcheroo. They, they turned Demolition babyface and they turned the powers of pain healed. Probably because Demolition was getting babyface reactions yeah. and powers of pain was getting no reaction. So they needed a heater and Fuji was a good heater for them. All right, okay, so, so are
1: we still up for debate on the other team? Not, and yeah, I'm not we, like I'm not
0: sold on. I'm not
1: like we let's, can let's keep yeah, talking. I'm not.
0: We can definitely. So let's.
1: I right, like so. that one, but we can definitely. That
0: 2016 one is pretty good. Let's see what we have for 2017 um, Survivor Series. The the tag teams. If I believe it's on, let me click here. So and I believe this match, if I'm not mistaken, was. Um, <clears throat> did they do it? They didn't so 2017 they did not no. do. Like so I, I said, I feel, feel like I it might have was, just
1: only been twenty
0: sixteen. I think they did it in twenty eighteen though. Okay. But it was like a pre-show match. Like which of was course. which was stupid. Um let's take a look here. <clears throat> yeah, they did. So Team SmackDown was the Usos, the New Day, um okay. Sanity of Eric Young and Killian Dane, uh Good Brothers, Gals Ooh. and Anderson, uh the Colognes, Primo and Aprico, um
1: was it just four?
0: Yeah, well, so If it was just so four, then Uso's, we're gonna have a hard time. New Day, Sanity, Gals and Anderson's, the Colognes. Hold on. I'm looking at this am I looking at this wrong here? Usos. You said 18. New Day. Sanity, that's three, four, gals and Anderson, and five, the Colognes. No, I got it right. So Usos, New Day, Sanity, Gals and Anderson's, the Colognes. That's five. Okay? Team Raw was they faced off against Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, the Revival, which is known as FTR currently. Ooh, the, B team. the B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Jeez. Axel, Lucha House Party, <clears throat> and the Ascension. You know what? That, I mean, <clears throat> so that's a
1: team of guys. Like the Ascension, uh, I, that's a team of, of like what could have been. Minus the B team. The B team was like a throwaway. Team. Yeah, but like Lucha House Party, I liked the Ascension. I thought just, damn man, it could have been good. Um, revival was, revival like, was Yeah damn man, they could be good But look what they're doing now yeah. You know what I mean And then you know As much as I wasn't a, a huge fan Of anything that Gable did Up until now After he left American Alpha Him and Bobby Roode Is a pretty square Solid Unit You know what I mean yeah. So eh, um,
0: I think This Team th- Smackdown Actually kind of I was going to say 2016 Team Raw team A run for their Yes money. I
1: was going to say Honestly it's probably Somewhat equal I like, I mean, I'm, I I kind of miss, miss Sanity. That, I mean, it's certainly not coming back at this juncture. Um, I'm good with either, yeah, that Team SmackDown, this Team SmackDown here, or that Team Raw. Um, those are both, I mean, putting the Usos so in, like in a, a new Raw day on the team.
0: So Team Raw, yeah, I know. Usos, that's the thing. Usos is kind of the deal breaker for me because they weren't on the Team Raw from 2016. They were on SmackDown's team, which was like it like wasn't
1: I mean if you objectively look at it too this team smackdown has the usos and the new day and if we're going to be fair I know people have an affinity for you know the that golden era of tag team wrestling that you know the News, usos and the new day are top both in the top 5 of greatest tag teams in WWE, WWE history you can't to me you can't uh, you can't say that fairly or un- you can't say uh, fairly that they're not yeah you know that that's me you know yeah. what i mean but they're both when you look look at their, if you're, if if you're looking at objectively as a fan who's watched what they've done and I'm not talking, you know, uh, behind the scenes or, you know, what constitutes a good wrestler. I'm talking about tag team title reigns, big time matches, popularity, you know, like in my opinion, the new day specifically, I think made tag team wrestling great again, you know, by becoming like it was, no one cared about tag team wrestling as much as they do now until the new day had that record breaking long reign they were throwing bootios and pancakes around they hosted a wrestlemania yeah. you know what i mean what was going on in tag team wrestling pre new day and now i'm not like in 2015
0: nothing really yeah
1: like i know we had hopes this is we're going a little off the rails or so i know we had hopes for that cesaro tyson kid tag team that oh, i yeah. thought was like oh man what could have been yeah um and then kid got injured and that ended that that was pre Good New Day. That was like New Day trying to figure themselves out. Like Usos, uh, uh, the Usos were always in the picture, but they were still kind of figuring themselves out too.
0: Yes and no. I mean, I think they. I, I think their 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 first act, if you want to call it, with the face paint and the tribal, uh, like the the dance like, yeah. at the beginning of their entrance, like was very popular. They were popular yeah. amongst kids. Absolutely. So. I think if anything, like, all right, you make a point that New Day, kind of, I mean, that make that tag team wrestling great again, at least in WWE. Yes, in WWE. Okay, um, but I think Usos were always that team because they were brothers, and people looked at them as like, like, there's hope for tag team wrestling, and like, I yeah. guess New Day kind of pushed it fair over over the limit. So like, people looked at Usos and they were like. Well, they're a real team. They're brothers because, you know, you went a number of years where you had these, these, these hodgepodge of teams that were thrown together of either two main event guys or two guys they did nothing with right. and hope for the best.
1: Right. No, I don't, so, I, I don't discount that. I will say this, and I remember being noticing it when it happened and being, like, good for them. They didn't get on the WrestleMania card until WrestleMania 34. The, the, the Usos. The main Usos. card. Yeah,
0: that's true. Which... That is true.
1: To me was criminal yeah. because of, of everything you're saying. Yeah. But by that time, who had already ushered it in? Who had, who had made it what it was? I'm not calling the New Day's pioneers by any stretch. Yeah, yeah. But to me, the New Day became... I don't want to act like I know what the inside of Vince McMahon's head look, looks like. God, I would never want to know yeah. in a lot of respects. Yeah. But to me... That 2016 might be an year to
0: the fact that some of them sexual Yeah, exactly know right. What that's all about. So
1: 2016, <laughs> when they kind of like burst on the scene and really solidified themselves, to me, they became, in my opinion, what Vince McMahon, his small handful of like I can rely on this team to help carry this ship. You know what I mean? You had Roman Reigns. You they had were flagship. Yes, they yeah. were. They were a. They were a pillar, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Which I hate that term. Right, I had, right exactly, and I get that. They were they were a, for the time that they were at their hottest, we have to find a spot on the show for them, yep. and it has to be something meaningful, yeah. which is why, in many respects, when they didn't get a spot on the following year's WrestleMania, that's when it made sense for them to host, and it actually was something cool, you yeah. know what I mean? It didn't feel like they weren't a part of the show. Yeah, so it, wasn't in like that, they, it
0: wasn't like they came out at the beginning of the show and they were like, all right, that's it, we're done. Like like yeah. most of those hosts, like when Hogan hosted or even yeah. The Rock, well, no, The Rock, he, he had a significant role, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. guys, they, guys, when they host, they bring him out at the beginning of the show, they do their fucking song and dance, and then that's the end of it. Yeah. And they go away. New Day did have, you know, a role at least in one of the matches too when the Hardys yep. returned as well. Yep. So I like that idea. So
1: in that sense, like I said, I think the New Day – So, again, going back to the match here, the New Day and the Usos, for everything we just said, are top five all-timers in WWE history as far as tag teams are concerned. So, in my opinion, just based off of that, we're talking ourselves into putting that team against that 88 team. All right,
0: I like that. I like that idea. Even though I like that Raw 2016 team, which we'll go back again, you know, Gals and Anderson, New Day, The Bar, Sheamus and Cesaro, which was... One of the few makeshift tag teams that they put together that was done really well. If we're going to talk about that. Like, that was done really well. Both those guys acclimated well with each other. I'm sure it helped that they were both friends behind the scenes with each other. Um, But nonetheless, um, you had The Bar. You had New Day. You had Gals and Anderson. You had um, Enzo and Cass. And then you had the Colognes. So... um, Now, I guess the
1: way to kind of really analyze it from each side is of those two teams what matchups with the 1988 team are most intriguing. You know what I mean if we're going to put it together. All right so let's, was...
0: so let's look at that. All right, so let's say if we if we're going to it sounds like we're we're both leaning towards team Smackdown from 2018. Yeah, but let's okay? yeah. So let's look at so let's look at that here. All right. Uso's versus the Hearts. Bretton Anvil, okay? Yeah. Or Uso's versus the Rockers. Or Uso's versus the Rockers or the Colones versus the British Bulldogs. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you know Gallows and Anderson versus uh, Powers of Pain.
1: I think I think you you look Sam at that Gallows and Anderson versus the Rockers. Just imagine the type of you know dynamic there in in a, in a match where they're in a match where they're they're beating up on the Pretty Boys. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Young Stallion, same yeah. thing. You know what I mean?
0: Or even the same. Or the same could be said for the Powers of Pain against the Usos. Yeah, you know, the, the, yeah, the big monsters beating on these you know two these two flyers or even the colognes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think we really need to go uh, me any further. If I'm going to pick a team to face that 1998 1988 Survivor Series team, I'm going with Team SmackDown from
1: 2018. Uh, let's, let's let's all right. On let's lock so it in.
0: So the, the first match booked. For Survivor Series, our Fantasy Survivor Series card is the 10-on-10, 10 20-man, 10, tag-team Survivor Series classic elimination match. That is a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, 1988, we had the Powers of Pain, the heart Foundation, the British Bulldogs, the Rockers, and the Young Stallions taking on the team of Team SmackDown from 2018, which consisted of the Usos, the New Day, Sanity, Gallows and Anderson, and the Colognes. And the Colognes. Was- now, all of these guys are—we can't—so here, here's something to think about, too, here, okay, before, before we lock this in, all right? Yeah, I mean, we've kind of locked it in, but we are eliminating two huge names on that 1988 team, Bret Hart and, and Sean Shawn Michaels.
1: Michaels. Yeah, but hold on. Let's be fair, though. We are in the team format. Yes. It's not like Montreal's on the table. It's not like 1992 is on the table. No, it's not like 1996 is on the table in terms of big matches, but but I do think about I do think about a, a team of mine that just came off the board for later.
0: 2006, yes, Sean, Hunter, yes, Team DX, the but yeah. I'm okay with
1: that. I was as when I was looking at my teams in that category, it wasn't the the highest ranked
0: team. No, okay, all right, that's fair. Okay, but yeah, that, that's something that, that, that came to mind. All right, so that's the first match that is locked in. The 10-on-10 10 10 Classic Survivor Series match. Uh, team SmackDown from 2018 against the Babyface Team from 1988, captained by the Powers of Pain. All right. Um, let's, go with, let's go with something that might be a little more challenging. Let's go with the ladies. Sure. Okay. Um, what are some teams from the ladies that come to mind? That intrigue you that could be the centerpiece of this ladies' and this is the standard ladies' Survivor Series match. This is not the Raw versus SmackDown. We will get to those
1: shortly. Okay, you're gonna have to bear with me here. So okay. I would say maybe you kind of jump in there first. Okay. Um, just because I have I got two phones here where I'm pulling up these
0: lists from. Oh so, wow. Okay. All right. Um, so from what I recall, so there was a ladies' match in 1987. Okay. Um, And the only real noteworthy individuals in that match were, I believe, the Fabulous Mula and Sensational Sherry. There wasn't a whole lot of um, star power in that match. Um, However, um, 2008... Oh, wait a minute. Okay. So, the women's match in 2008 was actually a Raw and SmackDown 5-on-5 women's match. I didn't realize that. Okay. Okay, so... Maybe we shift gears and go the women's brand match if you want to do that. Um, well, we can do whatever. We're picking whatever team, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I'm trying to keep within the raw. Like when it <clears> if comes, if this is just women, this is this, 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 this. So this is so we we'll just stick it to straight up just women's. That's so what this, we're on the right standard now, and that's match. fine.
1: That's fine. Okay, because I think there's a way to go around this, go about this that actually. I'm looking at one year's show. I'm looking at 2019 where you had Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. That's three teams to choose from. Okay. Just if we're talking about volume here, there is a pretty good team all across the board in all of these. Team NXT, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, now known as Io Sky, and Tony Storm. It's a pretty fucking stacked team outside mm-hmm. of Candice LeRae. Um, no disrespect. Um Team Raw, Charlotte, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie, Sane, and Sarah Logan.
0: Hmm.
1: Team SmackDown, Sasha, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross. So that's clearly the, that's, the runt of the group. Yeah. But those are some pretty fucking stacked teams. Okay. And I think there's a good... I think probably Raw or NXT...
0: I like that NXT as, team.
1: ...as good options to face a team in the earlier years of Survivor Series. Okay. I think there's an opportunity there to really look at matchups there that make us go,
0: ooh. All right. So, that could be cool. So, here I got something for you. So, in 2009, we had Team Mickey James versus Team Michelle McCool. Mickey James' team consisted of Mickey James as the captain, Eve Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, and Melina. They took on Team Michelle McCool, which consisted of Michelle McCool, Alicia Fox, Beth Phoenix, Jillian Hall, and Layla. The Mickey James team intrigues me because you got Mickey, you got Gail Kim, and you got Melina. There are three studs when it comes to women's wrestling. What year is this again? That's 2009. 2009, okay.
1: Let me jump into 2008 really quick. Um, 2008. Ooh, here's a team that I think might be good. Team SmackDown 2008. We are talking uh, Maria, Maurice, Michelle McCool, Natalia, and Victoria. That is a good team. That's a pretty loaded team. Um, I like that one. Um, there is some crossover with Natalia, so that might have to take. That would take, I think, Team Raw from 2019 off the board. Yep. In a matchup there, hypothetical, um, then Team Raw in that match against. The SmackDown team is Beth Phoenix, Candice Michelle, Jillian Hall, Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James.
0: So that's a eh team. Beth and Mickey are the real standouts yeah. for that team.
1: So, yeah. So I, I like that SmackDown team, though. That's a cool, that's a good looking team. It's not a bad team. It's a young Natalia, an experienced Victoria, an up-and-coming Michelle McCool, and then Maria and Maurice are kind of rare. But there's that. Mm-hmm. Um Go into
0: 2010 and see what we have here. Um, I don't believe they had a team in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, or a women's match. I could be wrong. Mm,
1: let me see here. No, it doesn't look like they did. All right. Um, this was a couple years where they kind of like meh. they
0: bounced around the idea yeah. of doing women's matches. For well, just the
1: them. concept itself kind of was didn't really have an identity. Yeah, eleven so they much. didn't
0: do it. Um. Let me see if 12, 12 did they have, 12 did they did not have a women's match. Um, I know 13, they did like a little hodgepodge match. It was like a four on four, Um, which I wouldn't be opposed to doing a five on four Survivor Series match and kind of.
1: That kind of would be interesting. That's not a bad idea.
0: um, Well, they actually, so 2013, they did a Survivor Series seven on seven Okay. Elimination match. It was Total Divas, the Bellas, Brie and Nikki, Eva Marie and the Funkadactyls. Um and Jojo and Natalia against the True Divas of AJ Lee, Oxana, Alicia Fox, Caitlin, Rosa Mendez, Summer Rae and Tamina Snuka.
1: That that second team's actually not bad. Um hmm that's seven. We're going to do seven on five. That's yeah. Fucking nuts. Um, we also have to book a brand
0: match too. Yep. You got it. Yeah. I, a- I
1: would say, I would vote for booking a brand match. Um, a women's brand match. The women's brand match now. And right. I would honestly book it with um, either. I would, I would go back to that 2019 match. And take one or both of those teams and make that the brand match. It might not even be the SmackDown team. Be like Raw and NXT. Yeah, maybe like the NXT team NXT versus team Raw. Alright. So Theoretically.
0: Alright, that's not a bad idea. Um and then sorry, SmackDown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's So let's look all right, so all right, so we're 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 removing ourselves from booking the the standard women's match for now. Are we going back to it? Or is it We're are- gonna go
1: back to it. I think I just I feel like because most of the women's matches are brand matches, it seems like. Okay. We're kind of, we almost are getting so, dangerously close to double dipping. Okay. I would say maybe we do the brand match first. All right. And then see what's left okay.
0: over. Okay. Okay. That, that that sounds like a good idea. So let's go but to. The, tw-
1: the brand match could also just be that, what was that, that first, uh, was it 2009? That could be like the 2009 team we we just rattled off against one of those 2019 teams.
0: Yep, that could be it too. Um, let's take a look at the brand if we're All right, so we're going to shelve the, the the standard women's Survivor Series match and go to the women's brand Survivor Series match. Raw versus SmackDown. Here's a team that I think definitely deserves some consideration from 2016, Team Raw, Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks. Fuck, dude, that is a studly team. 2016. Yeah. 2016. Now this was they this they they reintroduced the brand split, and um, I believe Charlotte was the champion at the time, Ooh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, her and Sasha had been kind of playing hot potato with the belt. Uh, they were doing the Alicia Fox crazy gimmick for a little mm. while. She was kind of doing that, you know, unhinged uh, crazy gimmick. Nia Jax had just oh, come dude. on the scene. Bailey was just dude. got called up from NXT. Sasha- I would make that
1: one of the, one, whether it's either women's match, I would put that in there. If we're going to put it for specific purposes now in the brand category, let's do that. I would put them in as one of the teams. All right. Then Absolutely. Let's,
0: let's lock them in then. So and team- I almost
1: want to lock them into the NXT team. Unless we want to move the NXT team to the main, the, 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 the other women's match. Cause it's not a raw SmackDown team.
0: Okay. Um, so team, yeah, so let's so so Team <clears throat> Raw, we're gonna lock them in from 2016. Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks will be the female Team Raw team for this Survivor Series fantasy matchup. Raw versus. Uh, um, I like the idea of taking that NXT team from 2019 and putting them in the um, the, the 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 standard traditional women's match. Um, if that's something that you're up for as well, yes,
1: I think that gives an, us the the runway to put a SmackDown team in a Raw versus SmackDown match as we have it categorized. So, okay. that would be my rationale behind it. All right, let's so do that then. so let's hold on team. So we we're locking in Team Raw. From team, team Raw from
0: 2016: Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, um, and Sasha Banks. Charlotte, Bailey. And the SmackDown women's team actually wasn't that bad if you look at it. Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, and Natalia. Shit. That's a good, that was a good SmackDown uh, women's team as well. Um,
1: so Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks.
0: Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks. So they'll represent the female women's Raw team in this Survivor Series fantasy matchup. Now, let's look at a female SmackDown team um, going forward. I believe, um, what did you say? It was 2009? That
1: was, the, that was the team you rattled off. It has Natalia on it. Okay. Just as I recall. Okay. Um, I think it was like Natalia, Victoria, Michelle McCool, Candid. No, Maurice and Maria, I believe, was the team. Okay,
0: let me take a look at that again.
1: Now another way to look at this when it comes to brands is I think in most people's heads certain wrestlers male and female are synonymous with a brand like over the course of their careers mm-hmm. or in, in, in the life of a show and a prime example of that for me would be Edge to me is a Smackdown wrestler you know what i mean
0: okay
1: and just in over the his biggest moments happened in my opinion on that brand he yeah. was when he was at his height where was he as the world heavyweight champion?
0: He's on SmackDown. He's on SmackDown, yep.
1: Undertaker, even though he obviously had a, a whole career before SmackDown, practically the brand extension had so much of a a, a time
0: presence on SmackDown. Leading yeah.
1: that brand, Co- you know, on the other side, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is a raw guy. Yeah, you know what I mean, never went to SmackDown. Triple H. Yeah. You know, so you can look at it from that perspective, too. Like, who would represent—and that might just be a whole other conversation, but something to maybe consider when looking at teams. Like, or who best represents SmackDown or that time of when SmackDown and Raw was a thing?
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you you just mentioned Shawn Michaels being a Raw guy, and we just locked him in for that Survivor that's Series okay. match. That's I mean, okay. You know, that's okay. Yeah. That's he, fine, because he, he I feel was, like— he was, he, was, he was on the Raw team in 2005. That's fine. Yeah. But we'll figure, we'll, we'll, who knows, maybe we'll change it up. Um, So 2009, Team Mickey, uh, Eve Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, Molina, and Mickey James, they defeated Team Michelle McCool, with Michelle McCool, Alicia Fox, Beth Phoenix, Jillian Hall, and Layla. I like that first team. I think that team is it, when you think about
1: it. Gail Kim is like a what could have been in WWE, at least. Um, Mickey James. So she
0: would be the SmackDown team? Yeah, but, well, that's, these, wait. These that's what they are, right? No, they were that, just Team Mickey, Team Michelle. It wasn't- Ooh, I would put
1: them against the NXT team. That team I would put against the NXT team in the and the, just the straight up women's match. Okay, so let's will go let's back. shelve that. So, all right. So now we're going we're, back to the
0: sta- right, we're going back to the standard women's.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Let's 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 finish let's finish booking the Raw SmackDown. Okay, because I think we I think I think we have the women's matchup already kind of in our heads.
0: Okay, the, the straight up women's match. Yep. All right. So the women's SmackDown team. Would I'll be honest with you, that 2016 team doesn't bother me.
1: So I'm just redoing that match entirely.
0: I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing it out. What there. is it again? What's the team? The uh, 2016 would be Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi. Ooh. Um, okay. Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi. Shit. Oh my, forgotten. Pull it up. Natalia. And let's pull it up. All right. Yeah. Let's pull it up. 2016, 2016. I
1: have no qualms with replaying that match.
0: No, I don't. Either. Cause honestly,
1: they did a good job. Alexa
0: bliss, Becky, Alexa, Carmella, the
1: I would lock that in. I would say that's the vs. Smackdown match for the women. Um, okay. It, in many ways, is a representative of where were they, where was women's wrestling a year before that? That's a good point. You know what I mean? And got how all four, far the
0: four horse, wh- four horse women in there with Charlotte, Bailey, Becky, mm-hmm. and Sasha? Um, Alexa had carved out a niche. Um, Natalia being the, the, the veteran out of all of them in there. So we rattle uh, off the, the SmackDown team again? The SmackDown team consists of Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, and Natalia.
1: Carmella, Naomi, and Natalia. I like that team a lot. I think that Okay,
0: so we are going to redo or we're going to replay the Raw versus SmackDown women's match from 2016. We are locking that in. So that consists of Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks representing Monday Night Raw taking on the team of SmackDown's Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, and Natalia. I like that. Okay. All right. So now, we've locked that in. That's our second match locked in. Now mm-hmm. we're going to go to the standard women's Survivor Series match. And I think we have that locked and in. we kind of have that locked in as well. well. Just, let's just
1: do our diligence here. Women's Survivor Series. So I think...
0: You had Team NXT.
1: Which was Rhea, Bianca, Io... Um, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. And... Um, who was it? I was just looking at it uh 2019 no that was not it we are
0: tony storm yes how could i forget women's survivor series i would put that team in Team team nxt okay let's lock them in i like that team i like that team a lot Rhea's doing big things now bianca Io Shirai, women's champion. Tony Storm's even carving out a niche over on AEW. Yeah, with one this. of the
1: very few that is standing out there right now yeah, as far as women are concerned. It, exactly, yeah. Team I, NXT, again, let's. let's let's
0: Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Now, it's, it's a pretty loaded team. That is a pretty loaded team. Um,. Now it was it the two thousand and eight or two thousand nine Survivor series. I think it was, whew, think it was nine. Cancellary
1: Shirai Tony Storm. That to me is a
0: fucking squad. All yeah. right. Let's go to two thousand and nine here. Two thousand and nine. I think it was that the Mickey James team? I think it was. Mickey James, Eve Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly and Melina. Yeah. Okay. That's the
1: team cuz 2009 Kelly Kelly was actually kind of like getting a push then. She was kind of they were trying to position her as one of the, the top divas. They were they were pushing Eve,
0: they were pushing Eve Torres too. like 2011. She was pretty solid. She was solid in the ring. And then yeah. you look at the other the other three Melina, Mickey, Gail Kim like I said, studs it was, in that or was it called Team Mickey? Yeah, it was Team Mickey. Team uh, Mickey uh, from 2009. So Mickey James, Gail Kim,
1: Kelly Kelly. Uh, where where was the other ones?
0: Mickey um, Gail Kelly Kelly. Mickey Gail, Kelly Kelly. Melina. Melina. Yep. And, and uh, Eve Torres.
1: Eve Torres. Yeah, I like that team a lot. All right, now let's like look at. I think we, we, we don't seeing as it we saw like we pretty much are replaying that brand matchup, we don't really have to go back to that one and no. and, and say, Oh, what could have been? Like no. we're just basically like run it back. Yeah. Whereas here, let's look at this one a little bit, give it a few minutes. This is a two thousand nine team, right? Two thousand
0: and nine, yep, team Mickey against two thousand nineteen team NXT, which I can already picture Mickey James and Rhea Ripley. Um yeah, or you know. Eve Torres and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, or Gail Kim and Bianca Belair. Yeah, um, would be a, would be a great face-off. Um, EO and Molina.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of athleticism there that could be put on display. Um, Gail Kim and and Candice to just workhorses. Yeah, you know what I mean. They would put on a fucking
0: clinic. Tony Storm and any one of them too. I think she's another one. Yeah, there. I think that's
1: a really sound. Um, that's a really sound team.
0: Yeah, on both sides. That's, well, yeah, I mean, the NXT be... team I think is is more stacked than Team Mickey, but they there's I think there's good matchups all around um, on that team. I mean, I especially like the polar opposites with with Eve and Rhea Ripley. Eve kind of having that diva presentation to her, even though she she was solid and worked hard and tried to really. <laughs> Show her wrestling skills in the ring. I mean, she was in a. I mean, I think more
1: so now that she's not wrestling anymore. But I, I don't know what the timeline is in her life as far as marrying into the Gracie family and having a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu incorporated into her work. But but that's a like sidebar. I'd love to see Eve Torres come back and bring that element to. A, a, a mini run in WWE. Kind of bringing, like, an MMA not or... a MMA. Not necessarily a character change, but, yeah. like, just the work in the ring. Just bringing that type of style. Yeah. Because, again, that's one of, of the... the
0: f- way Undertaker brought it in, the, like, the, right. mid two, well, the mid-2000s.
1: In the way that, like, Eve Torres is a prime example of someone, I think, from a time in women's wrestling and WWE history that is largely underappreciated, forgotten, looked down upon. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. And... If they reintroduced someone like her into the fold where it is now seen as on par or at least the efforts are on par with the men, mm-hmm. like that would be a perfect way to bring her in and make her seem somewhat, not credible, but like, yeah, she can hang. Remember her from back then? She yeah. did this and she did that and she screwed over Zack Ryder and she made out with John Cena. Yeah. But like this, this girl can fucking go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that would be a cool way to, to – to, put her in again she's not she's not moving a needle i don't think no disrespect no but she she could be a solid contributor you know on some level that would be pretty cool because like i said she had she definitely had the look
0: she had a look and she even athletically she could hang in the ring like she wasn't like you weren't she she started out i would say what bare minimum with skills and then over time developed yeah um with with her with her in ring ability, not that either of us have any of that. Well, she had she, too, well, she had but, some
1: good moments too. Like you know what I mean, like the stuff with with Zack Ryder, yep. the, you know, and, and things like that. She WrestleMania did she double
0: dip of that WrestleMania. Yes, yeah, she did she
1: WrestleMania. Did. She teamed with Beth Phoenix to face Maria Menounos and Kelly Kelly. Yeah, um, that wasn't you know that's a place on the card yeah. because of you know you had a celebrity in it that that's a, that's a place of importance. Granted, it wasn't on that WrestleMania no less. It wasn't you know make or break for that show, yeah, but it was yeah. certainly like this fucking match matters. They put the her day. in a match with a celebrity Yeah, she saw something in her. You know, she had the skills she could hang, and it was going to get some extra flashbulbs. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That, would, that would be cool. I think there's, she's someone that would be brought up to speed very quickly in this new era of women's wrestling against
0: that team especially. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, all right, so we got three locked in. Uh, already, and we're about fifty-three minutes into this podcast, so um, let's let's get let's uh, while while we're on the topic of the brand warfare, why don't we go to the men's Raw and SmackDown uh, Survivor Series elimination matches? I got one team that comes to mind off the rip. Okay, okay, go for that, it. I wanna, that I want to that I want to throw out there as an option from two thousand and five Team SmackDown: Randy Orton, JBL, Bobby Lashley, Rey Mysterio. And, God, who is that fifth guy? Batista, ooh, World Heavyweight Champion.
1: That's fucking hard to R- argue really that's, that's
0: against. That's a loaded team right ooh. there. Like, and, and, and I remember in 2005 when they faced off against that Raw team, which was Shawn Michaels, Kane, Big Show, Carlito, and Masters. I thought it was like, Carlito and Masters? I'm like, eh, okay. I'm like, I didn't really care for Chris Masters. I thought it was kind of a... I, I didn't like the whole pose down thing. I just wasn't... It, it wasn't my cup of tea. Whatever. Like, he just didn't... I, I just thought they were, they were forcing him on, on, on us. Especially when they threw him in there with Shawn Michaels uh, off the rip. His first pay-per-view match. He had a match against Shawn Michaels. I just thought it was... It, it, it was too forced, in my opinion. You know? no, I, yeah, no, I, I, I get I, that. I, I didn't buy into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when they put him on the Raw team, I was like, well, that SmackDown team is loaded. Loaded. I'm like, there's no way that that Raw team should be able to win. Um, so that's the, that's the first team that comes to mind for SmackDown for the men. JBL, Randy Orton, Batista, Bobby Lashley, Ray Mysterio. And that's coming off the heels of after Eddie Guerrero passing away. And the rumor was oh, that yeah. Eddie was possibly going to be a part well, of that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the rumor. I don't know how true it was, but I also heard there was a rumor going to be him and Batista in the singles for the title as well. That's, so. a team, that's Team SmackDown? That was Team SmackDown from 2005.
1: Okay, okay. Let me see here um team smackdown um okay um no I'm not gonna put that team on there um I'm not gonna send that one out plus there's some a couple repeats um team raw from 2016 Braun Strowman Chris Jericho Kevin Owens Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins is pretty fucking diesel well, um,
0: but you know what else is pretty diesel is that team on SmackDown that they faced. Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, yeah. Roman Reigns, well, that's, Shane, or no, uh, Shane, uh, Shane Bray McMahon. Wyatt, Ray, uh, Randy Orton.
1: Roman, Dean Ambrose. No,
0: Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, and...
1: Shane McMahon. Right? Yeah. And I'm, Shane, I was looking at,
0: yeah, I was looking at it. Saying, yeah. yeah. Um, Shane, Orton, Bray, yep. Styles, Ambrose. Yep. That, but I, I mean, I, that's another one. That match alone.
1: Wipes a lot of people off the board.
0: Not only wipes a lot of people off the board, but if we were to just put that match out itself, I mean, that's a fantastic yeah. That's one of the better, more I, recent Robert SmackDown Survivor yeah. Series matches in, in, I, in the country. I think,
1: having said that, because we're talking about Randy Orton being on both teams, I think the first team you mentioned is a much better team. I think that is the team.
0: For SmackDown? Yeah. Now, alright, so, if we're going to lock that team in, I want to bring up a couple of it, it, could, it could potentially wipe some teams off the board for me. Okay. It could potentially wipe the the, the the team that Randy Orton was on in two thousand and three representing Eric Bischoff. It sure. was Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, Christian, Mark Henry, and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner yeah, I representing was just Team looking Bischoff. At one, yeah. Okay. It could wipe off the team from two thousand and six that Randy Orton was on was rated RKO with Edge, Gregory Helms, Johnny Nitro, and Mike Knox, that got swept by that DX team. Yep. Um, he wrestled 2007, 2008. He didn't really have nine. He was, eh. Like, Orton's Survivor Series over the years. Um, he was a, B- a lot of big
1: title matches he's been in. Yeah,
0: but he was also he also had some significant moments in those classic yeah, Survivor yeah, yeah. Series matches as well. Um, the 2005 team... That 2005 team for SmackDown, yeah, let's let's put that on there. It's
1: let's too look. good not to. It, yeah. It's almost a murderer's row.
0: Yeah, let's put that on there. So that's so, so it's Batista's the World Heavyweight Champion, JBL, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio. Uh,
1: a Bobby Lashley who's like the blue chipper on that. Yeah, team, you know what I mean.
0: Yep. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was fresh, brand yeah. new, like a couple of months in, and they yeah. had him on that team. I would absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's to me. That's to me the team. Okay. Um,
0: That team, Raw team that you mentioned, which was Roman, Strowman, Jericho, Owens, and... Rollins. And Rollins. That's a pretty good team as well. Um, I'm trying to think of other Raw versus Men's Raw and SmackDown teams. There's not many because I think... The concept was...
1: Well, not that there wasn't many, I should say, but between something like... um, Taking a guy like Randy Orton who has been just all over his fingerprints all over that event, mm-hmm. um, and then also the time period that that team came from, two thousand five, like the matchups aren't. You almost have to pick a team closer to today to really put a put a, a multiverse fantasy spin to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you almost have to pick a team from the the you know last
0: seven or eight years. Here's here. Right, so here's here's two teams that we could potentially put on the board here. Okay, that are up for contention from twenty eighteen. Team Raw consisted of Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H against Team SmackDown, which consisted of Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. Those are two teams that we could potentially put on the board here. What was that second team again? Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John
1: Cena. Ooh. I almost like that better than the first team. Just... Interesting matchups. Mm-hmm. Imagine Shinsuke Nakamura duking it out with Batista.
0: But that's a SmackDown team. So they're what? Both, they're both. So you want to do two SmackDown teams against each other? I,
1: I don't think we should be limited to a Raw versus SmackDown, uh, like translated matchup. We should be just picking the best teams of those brand versus brand matchups. Okay. That, to me, is my opinion. If you okay. if you feel strongly against that, one, let's no no, no. Raw.
0: I, I, I I didn't. I didn't realize that that's how you felt. I was, just, I was kind of going with the just raw versus. Well, then let's
1: down. go with raw. Let's go with a raw team, man. If we want to hold it down to just a raw team, we, I, I have nothing against that because I think we just. Kind of, that 2016 team that we just.
0: <laughs> that's probably the best of the raw team. Yeah. Although that team raw from 2018, Angle, Braun, Finn, Samoa Joe, and Triple H isn't bad either. Up against Batista, JBL, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. I mean, a Bobby Lashley and a Braun Strowman. You know, uh, a Finn Balor and a Rey Mysterio. A Samoa Joe and Batista. What was that team again? For Team Raw 2018? Yeah. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H.
1: The, the weakest link on that team is Kurt Angle.
0: Yeah. because, because if, if, it's, it's, if
1: you're plopping these people into a multiverse, you're getting uh, Kurt Angle who probably has no business being in the ring
0: at that time yeah <clears throat> yeah he yeah he was yeah he he was limited because of his injuries and his health um wait
1: who else is it was Orton trip Orton excuse me Triple H Finn Bálor Braun Strowman Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe yep yeah that's a really good team outside of Kurt Angle
0: <clears throat> mm. you put a kurt i mean
1: I still like that
0: 2016 team. I, I'm not. I'm not against <clears throat> that either. Jericho, Rollins, Strowman, Reigns, and Owens against JBL. Because we still have to book a regular men's or, match too. Yeah. You know Although
1: what? I don't know how many more. Like I already have
0: <clears throat> a couple teams in mind for the men's. I think there's enough men's that. We, yeah. Yeah. I think there's. I think there's enough men's that we can. We, we can. We can get ourselves a good matchup there. All right. Um for for pure matchups alone like and the quality of a match itself yeah let's do the 2016 raw team against the <coughs> 2005 smackdown team so 2005 again JBL Randy Orton Batista JBL Randy Orton Batista Bobby Lashley Rey Mysterio will take on team raw of Seth Rollins Chris Jericho Kevin Owens Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman that that's actually that that Seth both Rollins those teams are pretty stacked Bryan i
1: Reigns Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman. Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman. That looks good. I like that a lot. Braun Strowman. All right, we got those locked in. <clears throat> yeah, like I can just imagine, like a like you said, a Braun and a Batista. A, okay, Lashley, Braun isn't anything yeah. that we haven't seen before. JBL and <clears throat> Seth Rollins. Imagine a
0: clothesline from hell. Yeah. Or <clears throat> JBL Kevin Owens. Yeah. That would that'd be, be, another, a, that'd be another brawl.
1: Yeah. I think there's a lot of, you know, Roman Reigns and JBL. Could be cool. Rey um, Mysterio
0: and Braun Strowman. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially for, think, that Rey Mysterio. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. 2005 Rey Mysterio against a 2016 Seth Rollins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um...
0: 2016 to the, Jericho against,
1: you know, a Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that would just be a new yeah. Rey Mysterio for him to go against because yeah. they really are so intertwined. That would yep. be an interesting colli- collision. Kevin, o- Rey Mysterio against any of those guys, to be real, especially in that time, 2005, like, where he was as good as he was going to be. Yep. is really, I think, an appealing matchup. Um, you know, and then you look at, like, a guy like Roman Reigns, where imagine if he got his hands on a Randy Orton from that time frame. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, that, that to me, there is there is a ton of interesting matchups in that one, for sure.
0: All right, so we've got that locked in. So now, um, I guess you can call it the semi-main event, if you will. The men's traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Um, there's going to be... I, I think this will be the longer discussion. I think we'll have... I, I think we will be able to get... There's a lot of meat on the bone, I feel like. Um so, and there's a lot of great teams.
1: And we're not, we're not bound to like Raw versus SmackDown. No, or we're not either. That's so that's guys. good. So, I like so, that.
0: Yeah. So, the first team that comes to mind, and I brought it up in, 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 in you know, our opening here. From 1987, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, Hacksaw <clears throat> Jim Dung and Jake the Snake Roberts, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Mm. At that time. Who was a, an important guy. Yeah. So, all of those guys were pretty much second fiddle to Hogan. But if there was a pecking order when it came to babyfaces at that time in the WWF, it was Hogan and then it was that entire team right there. Right. Um, in that era from like 87 to like <clears throat> 88, 89. Um, Steamboat had left. Savage eventually turned heel. But those were those were top guys. I mean, you could even call Brutus Beefcake a top guy because of who he worked with and the angles he was involved in. Right. Right. Um, so, Jim Duggan as well. Um, that's one team that comes to mind that we could throw out there. I like the heel team in the main event. Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy, One Man Gang, Rick Root, and the Natural Butch Reed. That's another team that um, we could throw in there um, okay. as, as an option. Um, as we go through this list for Survivor Series. Let's, uh, uh,
1: so, uh, uh, a team that to me that jumps off the board, <clears throat> off the page for me right away. For the most elementary of reasons, is to me the Warriors. They're just a unit in themselves. They are just there's a like-minded. There's a like. There's like terms there. The ultimate warrior. The road warriors. The modern, modern day, day warrior. Warriors. The Texas Tornado. Yep. To me, that is like they are a team. Of course, they would yeah. be a team. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's like enough. I like that. It's a four. It's only a four person team, mind you. Yeah. But you know what? With a guy with 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 a, f- a group of four like that, I have no problem matching them up against. A five person team, yeah, either. Same, same. So that's one team that I, I have a uh, that I liked a lot. Um, going forward, f- fast forward to two thousand and one team WWF oh. is for the event itself, the survival of WWF yeah. against the Alliance. That is a team and a uh, Rock,
0: me... Undertaker, <clears throat> Kane, Big Show, Chris Jericho. Yep.
1: Well, Jericho. Is off the board now. Yeah. Not, thank you for mentioning that. Jericho's off the board. That kind of takes them off the table. Um. So that to consider. Team Alliance, although Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, and Shane, Shane McMahon. McMahon. That's, that's, a a, that's a pretty fucking good fucking squad a in good their own squad right. There, yeah. Um. I like that team a lot. Um. As well. So good that we are able to open that up a little bit. Um, going back, I
0: like the perfect team from 1990, Mister Perfect, and all three members of Demolition. I, okay, I right. Think, I think that was a, a nice blend of styles, with Perfect being the more tech, the, the technician, and you kind of have the three-man unit of Demolition. Right. Um, I'm definitely not against um, putting them in there as an option. Here's another team, and we did we did erase Shawn Michaels. You know, Shawn Michaels is on the is is. We He's with the Rockers, in. yeah. He's with the Rockers, but this is a team that I think at that time was a stacked lineup for 2003, was Team Austin. Shawn Michaels, RVD, Booker T, and the Dudley Boys. Okay. That was a, that was a pretty stacked team for 2003, but we've already put Shawn Michaels up on the board as part of the Rockers uh, with that 10-team that Survivor Series match. Um, an underrated heel team from 1988 Andre the Giant, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude and Harley Race.
1: Say that again?
0: Andre the Giant, yep. Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude and Harley Ooh, Race.
1: Fuck. I might that might have to be a team.
0: Okay.
1: I I I lean strongly to putting them on the men's side. Okay. Because I also think we also need more representation from that time of the history of Survivor series. Yeah. Um, I'm good with that team. Okay, well being, let's go through some more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm other teams I'm I leaning like. strongly in that one. I'm 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 of the very small minority that was a fan of the wild card match from night I love that bitch. Yes. We are in that um, minority together. So I would probably go with the team of Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, the British Bulldog, and Psycho Sid as being a team um, that
0: but we already have Sean
1: on the board. Yeah. Mm. But even
0: that other team, Razor <clears throat> Ramon, Owen Hart, Yokozuna, and Dean Douglas, yeah. that wasn't a bad squad either. So,
1: there, yeah, there was that. Um, here's one that isn't, uh, okay, this might be a fun one to at least talk about, that's on that card right now as well. Uh, the Royals of King Mabel, Jerry Lawler, Isaac Yankham, and Hunter Hurst-Helmson hmm. is an interesting team. There, are Another team to talk about their opponents, the Dark Side, the Undertaker. Savio Vega fought two, and Henry O. Godwin. <laughs> another solid team. Um,
0: I got a solid team for you.
1: We kind of omitted uh, a women's match here. Uh, it doesn't really have anybody exciting. Bertha Faye, Aja Kong, Tamako Watanabe.
0: You don't even bother. The Lioness Asuka. <laughs>
1: Against a Blaze and then a bunch of other people from Japan that you can't pronounce. Their no, names. Yeah, so not I'm, not gonna gonna yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So names. yeah, we did. Oh man, yeah. But you know what? That. That's okay. That's okay. I think yeah. we I think we nailed it we can save that with the, for the women. The next fantasy survivor show. Yeah. If we do another one,
0: um, here's a couple of teams that come to mind. We, we he's already on the card, but. This is a pretty good team on paper. The Teamsters, Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Owen Hart, Jimmy I was just, All-Ninder, I was just, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, I was just pulling up they, 1994. they faced? Razor Ramon, One Two Three Kid, the British Bulldog, and the Head Shrinkers mm. from
1: 1994. Yep, yep. I was, I was just thinking that too. Um,
0: 1993. Here's one: the All Americans, Lex Luger, the Undertaker, and the Steiner Brothers.
1: That's a fucking stud team too. Right? That's a stud team too.
0: Now, here's now now here's here's where we're at here, okay? Before we start locking in matches, all right? You know, since we're kind of changing some things on the fly here, which is perfectly fine. Okay? There's so many good stud men's teams that we can ditch the whole soul survivor concept and just take some of these teams and put them in that final war game we could we that's definitely something
1: to keep in mind absolutely
0: so that's just something that we can throw out there as well i'd like to throw another option 1989 hulk hogan demolition jake the snake roberts as as a team that's a good team okay um trying to think who else oh here's an interesting team well, this was an interesting match. It was an intriguing match, but the finish to the match was fucking god awful. From 1991, Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase, the Mountie and the Warlord against Bret Hart, Roddy Piper, the British Bulldog, and Virgil. Not bad for 1991 standards at WWF. That wasn't bad. Now the finish was awful. I think Ric Flair ended up becoming the sole. They eliminated like one person, and then the referee threw the the counted out everybody, but Flair was the only one in the ring. So they can, like, save face not, like, you know...
1: There's a couple of things... There's, a cu- There's two matches that pop into my head right now off the teams that we've rattled off so far. And, they- and the first is both matches have the Andre the Giant team you mentioned as one team, mm-hmm. the five team. One set of opponents is the Warriors. Four on five. To me, there is an insurmountable ultimate challenge of sorts there. And then... There's the other team you mentioned, the All American team. Imagine that squad going up against those
0: five. So Lex Luger, so so Luger,
1: signers, and Undertaker against Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Dino Mr. Bravo, Mister Perfect. Perfect, and Harley Race. Yeah. So part of me also just wants to put that Murderer's Row into War Games, but I think I was takes, thinking that earlier, that does too. take the fun out of picking a, a War Games team from scratch. Okay. So. I almost want to just, I'm not saying lock them in, but to me, I'm, I'm, I'm soft locking them in to this men's match, that five team. And there's the possibility, like I said, of going with the, the handicap against either of those teams or continuing to search for another team. Let's talk about some. I also like the Hogan, Jake demolition Demolition team. team. That's another good one. Okay. I don't know if we stay on the, on the five versus four track or if we just keep, we just keep fishing. Okay. Um, Um.
0: I like so the '88 Andre team with Andre Rude, Perfect Harley, and Dino. Okay, I like that. I have no problem locking that in as one team for the men's Survivor. Series I say match. we let's now. Now let's scour. Yes, so let's, find the right opponents. Yes, I do like the idea of the five on four. If you were to have them face the Warriors. With Ultimate Warrior, Kerry Von Erich, and the Legion of Doom from nineteen ninety. I like the idea of them facing Hogan, Jake, and Demolition from nineteen eighty nine. Here's another team that I think would match up really well for that era. Nineteen eighty seven. Randy Savage, Jake the Snake, Beefcake, Duggan, and Steamboat against that Andre team from eighty eight. Okay. Okay. You got some matchups that are familiar. Yeah. You got some matchups that aren't exactly familiar. Like imagine like a Mr. Perfect and a Ricky Steamboat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You man know? That's a good one. Um, um. That's just that's just an idea to Yeah, let's yeah, okay. definitely keep talking this out. Trying to think of some other teams that would fit well. Oh, here's a team that I think could do well against that heel team. <clears throat> and this, it's Team Cena. From 2014, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, The Big Show, Ryback, and Eric Rowan.
1: Okay, that one is going to climb a little bit. That might, like if we're talking about, yeah, that one, let's not forget that one. It's I a, like that a, one it's, a lot. It's, it's, it's a contender. I like that one a lot. It's a, a contender. Um, let me, but I'm trying to also think all of those matchups look, I think, let's put it this way. I think. The way, the way my head works, the closer you get to that – what year was that team, Andre? 88? 88. The closer you get to that team, the more inclined I'd be interested in doing the, the handicap.
0: I'm kind of
1: – That's – right. you know what I mean? Whether I'm it's the Warriors, of, whether it's the All-Americans, all whether it's Hogan's, Hogan's, team,
0: Hogan's team. Hogan's team, okay. I'm more inclined
1: to go that way just okay. to make it different and interesting. Okay. Because remember, we're building a card. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Five on four, So if we want to yeah. make it interesting, yeah. that would be a way to do it. Okay. To kind of – Take some of the familiarity away from it. Okay. That would, But if we go further away from 88, then you have like that team Cena where it's a five person team, yeah. where it's incredibly intriguing because it's all new peeps, yeah. pieces. So that's one team I would think about. Okay. I'm also leaning, not leaning, but I'm looking at this, at a couple of these teams as far as, um, okay, well, I can't do that one, can't do that one, never mind. Um, Ooh, this is going to be off the beaten path a little bit. Team NXT from 2019. Tommaso Ciampa, Damian Priest, Riddle, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Walter.
0: Against that Andre 88. Against
1: that Andre 88 team. team. Just a thought. Okay. Just a thought. All right.
0: Um, again, I've already just, got Walter chopping the shit out of Andre in my head. Right well, it's now. funny you mentioned
1: that. Last night I watched. They dropped. I don't know how. It must have been in the build up to Crown Jewel. but They did the Ultimate Crown Jewel, and the oh, yeah. theme of it was like more international matchups. Okay. Because they were talking. They, they basically themed Crown Jewel as an international event. You know, and even tried Which to is, give yeah. and they and they gave the the, the superstars they all picked. That was the nugget that they were all international, yeah. even some American representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one matchup that they did actually put on the board was Walter defending his intercontinental title against Andre the Giant. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So that okay. was an, so that was I thought a nice intriguing matchup. Okay. Um, but back here in this world, that's that I think. Also has interesting matchups. Let's find a there. few more candidates. Yeah, and then we're
0: going to lock down the Survivor Series. Yeah, I would match. say
1: I would say let's try to find one more in the last ten years or so okay. of a five on five team that could go up against that five, and then we can kind of weed out maybe the fives and the fours to maybe okay, all um, right, find out which one is more interesting. All right. Um. So that was a 2019. You picked a 2014. Let's move up a little bit earlier than 2014. See if we can find a team. <clears throat> um, 2000 and where,
0: oh, where, let me see here. Um, oh, here, oh, okay. Um, actually, no, I can't do that team. I was thinking something else. All right. Um,
1: no, I was gonna say, not that one. Although, although so, so part of why I like that Cena team. Just simply for the big show versus Andre the Giant, I feel like there's a like on top of like you know Dolph Ziggler against anybody, yeah. You know what I mean? That what that's one that I like. I'm, that's that's so that's kind of like my, my
0: I'm leaning more towards the staying within the, the handicap, the handicap, and then within that era, like clo- like like closely in that era. Okay, uh, that's just me <clears throat> personally.
1: So so that's okay. So that's why I look at. As much as the Hulkamania team makes sense, like we've seen all of that, Andre the Giant fought Rick, or not Rick, both Hogan and Snake at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Even actually had some, you know, and Demolition, right? Yep. Yeah, so you fought all those guys at WrestleMania. So to me, on that alone, I would say, like, all right, he's done that. You know what I mean? There's too much mingling there. Yeah. But I look at, even though he has wrestled the Warrior. You know, it, it wasn't... I look
0: it, at Rude and Perfect as, like, the team, the tag team from that group against the Road Warriors. Like, I, I kind of see that. So,
1: there was, yeah. so the war, And then, like, the Warriors and, and Andre. Like, yeah. I'm, like... Andre's, like, my sounding board. Who could who could bang with Andre? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's kind of like my sounding board here. But then there's Harley fucking Race. Oh, my God. I'd love to see him against the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, I know he's wrestled Kerry Von Erich before, but that's still, like, in that world, different... Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I really like that matchup, but then I go to the all Americans and I go undertaker, undertaker and Andre the giant. Lex Luger and Andre, the giant, yeah. the Steiners yeah. mixing it up with rude and perfect. Yeah. Like what, what is most equal parts intriguing and insurmountable? Between those two teams, I would probably say the All Americans. You
0: know, I'm 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 kind of with you on that. There, just I because, would probably
1: say the All Americans. Yeah,
0: I could, yeah, because they could they yeah they could build sympathy for 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 like a Rick Steiner or a Scott Steiner getting beaten on by like an Andre. Yeah, um, you know, but at the same time, like the Steiners have always been good at like bouncing around guys. So you see, like Mr. Perfect or even Harley getting bounced around by the Steiners. Uh, Rick Rude taking some pretty hellacious bumps from them. I'm a, I am like eighty-five to ninety percent, almost with you about locking in the All-Americans from 1993 against Andre's team from 1988 and making that a five-on-four. Yeah, I'm 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 almost I'm almost there. Um, uh,
1: what what are we what are we holding out for?
0: <sighs> that warrior. That Warriors team, but I got I got you know what?
1: Let no fuck it. Let's lock it in. Okay. What? But before before we do that, I'm just
0: trying to put all possibilities on the table before we lock something in. Before we're just like, oh man, that would like like regretting something if that would have been better. You know what I mean? Um, You know, we threw a lot of teams out there. We threw Cena's team out there. We threw um, the Hulkamaniacs. We threw out the Warriors. (laughs) You know, All Americans are close to being locked in. Um,
1: I will say that the 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 one thing that All Americans has that the Warriors doesn't is that. Between 1988 and 1993, those are two different distinct eras of wrestling. That is, yeah. And that's what also makes that matchup more intriguing. There is a, you could book the Warriors versus Andres team and it makes sense without doing anything with it. Because yeah, yeah. they all, they all kind of co mingled. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not as big a fantasy. As much as I like that team and, you know, bias to that Warriors team because it just seems so much like a team, I'm not, um, I'm not entirely like for the for the sake of the fantasy that we're trying to drum up here, mm-hmm. that's why I think the all American team gets the not all things equal. Yeah, yeah. On top of like the the, the intrigue and the insurmountable element to being that underdog mm-hmm. against Andre the Giants team. And like a god, the Undertaker and Andre the Giant? Like come on. Yeah. Like, holy smokes. That's where I go.
0: Yep. Okay. Um Yeah, you know what? I like that 5-on-4. I like the idea of Undertaker matching up with Andre at times. I like the idea... There's, there's a lot of different intriguing matchups in that match that I think that we haven't seen a whole lot of or none at all that I think would be would be more ideal. So let's lock in the... Yeah, let's do it. Let's lock in the All-Americans from 1993, Undertaker, Lex Luger, and the Steiner brothers in a 4-on-5 Survivor Series men's elimination match against Andre the Giants team with Andre the Giant, Ravishing Rick Root, Mr. Perfect, Dino Bravo, and Harley Race. So that would be a five on four. So that would that would And that's also, like you said, building a card. So that's a selling point. It's going to be... They're already at a disadvantage starting the match. So Mm -hmm. how are the Steiners, Undertaker, and Luger going to even things up? Maybe they target Andre right off the rip and get the biggest son of a bitch out of the match. And then...
1: There's a lot of... There's a lot... Like, you look at anybody on that Andre team and you go, like, Andre could almost be two people. Fucking Dino Bravo and his strength alone could be two people. You know what I mean? And then you've got just excellent wrestlers and race rude and perfect yeah you know what i mean that that are just that's that's yeah. a hard team to be that team on itself might be the most the best oh god dino bravo could lay claim to this if he's alive the best <laughs> like the luck that he can have in just raising his hand to that one that could be the best assembled survivor series team ever really that could be like if you're looking at it from a right. from a from a, a k-fabe like if you were building a team you're in you're in it you know what I mean? That could be one of the best teams. All
0: right, there. it's in the conversation. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: It's, it's in the conversation. Okay. So, all right. So, we, so that's our that's our men's Survivor Series match, um, four on five. Now, now we're gonna get into the the, the the main event. We had the semi main event. Now we got the main event. Is the War Games. Now we kind of stretched ourselves pretty thin with women's with with with. With these women's matches, unfortunately, so therefore this men's this war games match is going to be a men's match. Well, how about this? Just a thought. Okay.
1: So first off, are we only picking this war games match based on the guys on the card, the people on the card? Because I have two well, ideas. There, there, no, because there's it there's, could be anybody.
0: There, there's plenty of there's plenty of people out there that have that have. There's plenty of teams out there, Survivor Series teams or individuals that we.
1: I think we're picking. Are we picking individuals though?
0: No, we're picking teams, but I'm just saying.
1: We're picking War Games teams. Or, we're or Survivor Series. Teams.
0: Survivor Series teams to compete in a War Games match.
1: Oh, I thought we were... I'm, I'm sorry. I thought we were picking individuals. Or we
0: could pick, pick individuals. I think
1: it's... To me, I think it'd be more fun to pick individuals. Okay,
0: let's, then, let's do that then. Because um, there's still a lot it of It could to- be a team. There's still... We could okay. still pick a team. All right, well, let's but do I that think,
1: But I think we... I don't think we operate picking uh, with a team like okay. if a team looks like like the, oh, how we almost wanted to put Andre's team in that war, in games. war games okay like is there a team that is good enough now as far as women are concerned like this isn't real life like if we throw do we certain save a, a, f- a fifth spot for a woman on each team i
0: mean like
1: could, like we going to who's going to chase us down and say that we're we're horrible people because we may have added four men and one women on each team.
0: Oh, so you're talking about putting a woman in a war games match with the men?
1: If we're if we're not exclusive to the card, just as an example, China, China and war games. Hmm. Just a thought.
0: Okay.
1: Because I think now we have if we're not it if we're not keeping it exclusive to to, to the card we've already built. For survival's sake, of a match of survival.
0: It's wide open then. It's wide open. All we're right. picking anybody. Okay. Well,
1: but but we can't. We are we not repicking? I know we. T- I feel like we no, said. No, we're not going to repick. So you've already. So if you've already been in the match. You're you're not. You're, right. to if you're already things. on the card. You're, you're, I feel like that contradicts what we said earlier, but that's okay with me. I feel like that. Like no, no
0: did we? Oh, we did. No, you're right. We've been all over the place with this. We, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we did say that we could, re, we could. It'd be like a grand. So finale. we could, but it is wide open. It's wide open, yeah. The options there. We can or, pick from the card. We can pick a Survivor Series team. How we about can pick individuals? Let's
1: find the happy medium here. How about we? It's wide open, but it's wide open for four. I pick a team. You pick a team. It's wide open, but one pick you get to pick. Like a redo, you can reuse somebody. You can reuse somebody. Okay. Let's do that. All right, that's a match fine. for survival. Okay. You know, Or not a match, but a one sole survivor from a team. Okay. Somewhere. Alright. And I would say, yeah, that would be the way to go.
0: Okay. Alright. Um,
1: and it's probably best to pick somebody that one person first, since we're already okay. here.
0: Alright, if I'm gonna pick one person first in a war games match, somebody who's never been in a war games match as a well, actually no, he wasn't there as a baby face. But I'm talking like his real. His real run as a baby face. Um, And
1: make sure you place him to what year. Okay, so I'm going
0: to go 1989 Hulk Hogan.
1: 1989 Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Okay. That, we didn't have him on a team though.
0: He's on a survivor. Yeah, he's not on any team. He's not on our card. He's not on our card. Okay. So So
1: team kicking out at two.
0: There we go.
1: Team KOA.
0: So who you got for your one guy or girl? Since you kind of threw that China, that, that China pick out there. Um, two.
1: Hulk Hogan eighty nine is you. I would. Just writing it down. Hmm. Um. I would probably have to go with for talking team special contributors.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I have to go with the enforcer Arn Anderson right. for putting up a team here to win a match.
0: And he's got the. He's got I'm gonna War go with War the Games. with
1: Mister Wargames himself.
0: Arn Anderson, okay. The
1: enforcer Arn Anderson. All
0: right. I team. like that idea. I like that. So he's your captain. Nope. Oh, he's Not just on yet. the team. Okay. I'll name my captain
1: once I have it okay. all in place. All right, all right. These guys gotta earn it. I got These you. guys gotta earn it. I got you.
0: Um,
1: and I will use I will use Arn Anderson. Nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, yeah, which is really no different than nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, or, or eighty-seven. Or, yeah, or ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. He never aged. <laughs> Arn Anderson, nineteen eighty-eight. Okay. So, he's got one less year on Hulk.
0: All right. All right. Um, You know what? If I'm going to go individual, if I'm going to put Hulk in there, then I'm going to put Savage on that team, too.
1: Okay. You're really... Yeah, you're going with the video game team. Okay. Randy Savage. What year?
0: Like, 88, 89. So,
1: is he Macho King? Or is he... Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. That's right. No, I'm going to go Mega Power Macho Man. So, we're going 88. Okay. Yeah, we're going to 88. Mega Power Macho
1: Man. So Mega Power Macho Man, but not Mega Power Hulk Hogan. Well,
0: Hogan was... Uh, 89. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, we're, just,
1: we're we're not we're not siloing them into like Hulk Hogan 89 Survivor Series. We're talking now just strictly their careers. Their careers. This is like a fantasy at this point. We're not even on the Survivor Series element of it right now. Uh,
0: I guess like Hogan 88 then. Yeah. Ooh. So so Mega
1: Powers. Yeah. Mega okay. Powers. So you got Mega Powers, the team. Yep. Which gives you Miss Elizabeth on the sidelines. Yep,
0: she's... Yeah, she's, she's... 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 She's candy by the door.
1: Yep. So you got Hogan and Savage. I've got Arn Anderson. Ooh. Okay. How how can I not... I mean, it, I don't want this to turn into what it might look like it's going to turn into, but i got to put the American Dream Dusty Rhodes in a War Games match. Yeah. Huh? And if... The silo that he sits in is WWF time. So we're going to talk. We're going to say Dusty Rhodes, 1990. Okay. Polka um, dots. Polka dots, Dusty.
0: Polka dots, Dusty in the war games. Yes. Dusty Rhodes, okay. 1990. Polka dots, Dusty. I dig that. I dig polka dots, Dusty. All right. Um, so my third pick to make things interesting for this war games match is the real world champion from 1991, Ric Flair. Ooh, which I'm sure you I, had an idea put putting him on your team. I thought Martin about D- it. Okay? I thought I'm about gonna it. I'm going to switch things up and put a heel. I was originally going to do all baby faces, but I'm going to put heel Ric Flair on there and see if he can cooperate okay. with Hogan and Savage on this War Games team. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't like that. Okay. So you got Flair, you got Savage, you got Hogan, I got Arn and Dusty, which will already be an interesting dynamic. Hmm, let me see. Someone we haven't picked as well. I don't think we have them on any of our matches. Um can't not go with the Texas Rattlestakes, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Look at that.
0: All right. And we're talking what year? We're talking 96, 97, 98, 99,
1: 2001. We're going to go... What's the best version of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 1997, song called
0: Steve Austin. Okay, yep. I like that year. 97. I like that 97. 97 was a good year. 97 was a good year. All right, so uh, I got three. Um, gosh. I got to think of somebody for a good year. Um on this war games team. I'm trying to balance it out too. I'm not trying to make it so top heavy with like main event guys. But, right, right, right. Um I'm trying to find somebody that's that's gonna be um that's gonna balance out this so team. So we each have well. two picks
1: left, remember, and yeah, one, one of one those of picks could be is gonna redo. be yes.
0: one of them could be a redo. We have the option of yes. making a redo, right? It doesn't yes. have to be a redo, but it's the option of a redo. Yes. Okay. Um so I got Hogan, I got Savage, I got Flair Um, balance out. God damn, this is tough. This is tough. I'm trying to look at my action figures here to see if there's anybody. (laughs) That's a good call. I didn't even pick either. I think I already
1: have my two picks in the chamber, so I'm going to wait.
0: Yeah. Um, Hogan, Savage, Flair on my team. You got Dusty Arn and Steve Austin. Um... All right, I guess I am kind of going top heavy here. Go for it, Roddy Piper. Ooh,
1: Roddy Piper. What
0: year? God, uh, he wasn't part of a lot of Survivor Series because of his runs. His runs were, were different here. Um, you know what? I'll go. I'll go ninety one, Roddy Piper.
1: Ninety one. Oh, I thought you would go earlier. Yeah, I'll go 91. I would have right, said eighty six. But...
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to stick yeah. within the, the 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 bubble, the Survivor Series bubble. All right, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. I'm trying to stick with it. yeah. All so right. part of a lot of those, so I'll go ninety-one. So that's four for me.
1: Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna state my intentions that I have, but based on what you just said, I, I don't know if I can honestly. I was gonna say because it is Survivor Series, right? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Kevin Nash. Hmm. A bit of a War Games killer
0: with yeah. the time
1: in the NWL. Yeah. But I don't know if I can fairly say Kevin Nash anymore because he wasn't Kevin Nash in the War Games. Well, or, know, or,
0: or, or excuse me, he wasn't Kevin Nash in the Survivor Series. You know who you can say? You can say Diesel 1994 because it was that match in 94 where he pretty much eliminated three quarters of that team that got people behind him and then eventually led to his championship run.
1: Fair. Okay. You know what? We're gonna make this fun. Oh fuck it! It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Nash. It's not gonna be Diesel. But
0: Vinny Vegas. (laughs) No. Oz.
1: (laughs) I am gonna go with Bob Backlund, 1994. Oh shit! Bob Backlund. Wow. 1994. That's a wild card. Put put a wild, crazy Bob Backlund into the War Games. A probably the best and most conditioned athlete in the match. Okay. Uh, who's just so crazy he has no idea. Alright. He's gonna make it happen. Okay. Uh, Bob Backlund, 1994.
0: So, my fifth... So, I got Hogan, Savage, Flair, Piper, my fifth and final member of this WarGames team. Um, I've thought about a redo. Not gonna lie. Um, but I've also thought about maybe kind of going down the beaten path a little bit. And my team needs, like, a big heater like somebody that you know can just come in and totally clean house in the match and I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 1991 Undertaker Okay, and as as part of my team. Okay, so, which
1: is a redo technically, but not because he's his 1993 version is on the card. So oh, that's but, right. You know what? I don't want but, that. But, but you I can still use it. I don't want that.
0: No, I don't want that. Okay, I'm not. I don't want that. Um,
1: I didn't mean to do that no, for no, that no, no, reason. No,
0: I to- I totally forgot. I was trying to. I'm trying to be strict about. Okay. Certain okay. Parameters and guidelines. Um, son of a bitch. I'm thinking. All right. So I got Hogan, Savage, Flair, Piper. Um, That's like 80s, 90s, um, Hogan, Savage, Flair, Piper, oh man, this is tough, (laughs) This, this is really tough here, I'm looking around, seeing if there's anybody that might be able to stick out here for this team, um. God damn, that's this is a tough one. I I need a big heater, and <laughs> I, I I need I need a, I need a big guy that's going to come in and clean house, and I'm I'm going diesel ninety four. Diesel ninety four.
1: Diesel nineteen ninety four. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, diesel ninety four. Yeah.
0: Let me see here. Diesel. A wild team, if you will. You, you know, Hogan and Savage are the mega powers, but they can always never trust each other. Flair is the the one that's stirring the pot. Piper's crazy, and then Diesel's just the big man that's just gonna go in there and fucking kill everybody. So yeah. As much as I wanted a balanced team, I'm trying to uh, okay. stack it as well. So you got you got Dusty, you got Arn, you got Steve Austin, you got Bob Backlund. Yeah,
1: and I probably do need a little bit of a of a of a of a heater too. Not that I necessarily feel like I have to pick one, but let me think. Um
0: are you looking at someone that you've already used or you're looking for somebody new?
1: A little bit of both.
0: Okay.
1: Um hmm Uh, let me see. Let me see. So R and 88, R and 89, Dusty 90, Austin 97, Backland 94. <clears throat>
0: um, let me see. I, oh, can I change sure. Can I'm, I change I'm waffling pack? here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna I'm gonna ditch Diesel '94 as okay. much as I like Diesel '94. I'm gonna go Psycho Sid '1996. Okay, Psycho Sid '1996 was unhinged. Okay. Psycho Sid. He gave Jose Lothario a heart attack at Survivor Series '96. Yeah. Yes, he did. And won the WWF Championship, defeating Shawn Michaels. Yes, he did. That Sid '96 is... is very, very underrated. Mm. If he didn't care more about his softball career, <laughs> Sid would have Sid would have been a, a, a focal point, I believe, of the Attitude Era. Okay.
1: Okay. Let me see. Okay, and I also, I'm looking at, like, the years of my guys, and I feel like I need to, like, lean a little more in the last 15 or so years mm-hmm. to bring someone into the fold. Um,
0: I'm not trying to build your team, but I got a suggestion for you.
1: I'm open to it.
0: Kane, 1997. I thought about
1: Kane. I did. I did think about him. Um, I almost
0: put him on my team for the when I was thinking of a heater.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about Kane, not going to lie. Um... Mm. And then I could, like I said, I could reuse somebody too. Yep. So that's not. That's not against the rules. That is the rule. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with. because it almost seems criminal that he's not on this card.
0: Mhm.
1: I'm going to go Triple H. I don't understand. No, I don't H understand. for a year. Yeah. Um Peak Triple H was probably 2000. 2000. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say the year 2000 Triple H is going to be the guy so my team is Arn Anderson, 89. Team special contributors is Arn Anderson, 89. Dusty Rhodes, 1990. Steve Austin, 1997. Bob Backlund, WWF champion, 1994. Triple H was WWF champion for much of the year 2000. Um, You at team kicking out at two is Hulk Hogan of 1988. Randy Savage of 1988 and making up the mega powers. Ric Flair, the real world's heavyweight champion, 1991. Roddy Roddy Piper, 1991, and Psycho Sid, 1996. A lot of beef yeah. on your team, I will say. Yeah. I think you definitely have a good team there.
0: You know what I just thought about? Was Ironically that? enough, my team were the last five, if I'm not mistaken, in the 1992 Royal Rumble match. Or were in that like final contingent of guys. Hogan, Savage, Flair, Piper, and Sid.
1: And this is going to sound dumb, but weren't those, taking Ric Flair out, weren't those other guys the nominees, if you will, to face Ric Flair at WrestleMania yes. 8, and they were at that press conference? They were.
0: And Undertaker was the fifth one. Yep. Interesting. How I kind of... Yeah, funny how that works. Yeah, how I, how I set that all up. So, all right. let's, let's, r- let's run down this final Survivor mm. Series card, if right. you will. Our, our Fantasy Survivor Series card that we've put together.
1: So for the first match we went back way once upon a time we had the Survivor Series tag team elimination 10 versus 10 we had 1988's Powers of Pain the Rockers the Heart Foundation the British Bulldogs and the Young Stallions facing Team Smackdown of 2018 that is the Usos the New Day Sanity Gallows and Anderson and the clones the women's excuse me raw versus smackdown survivor series 5 on 5 elimination match is a run it back version of the 2016 match, which was Team Raw, Charlotte, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, and Sasha Banks against Team SmackDown, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, and Natalia. Wow. The men's Raw versus SmackDown five on five Survivor Series elimination match, we have Team SmackDown of 2005. That is Randy Orton, JBL, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, and Batista facing Team Raw of 2016. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, and Braun Strowman.
0: That's a stacked, that's stacked match. Right
1: there. <clears throat> Hell yeah. And then the Women's Survivor Series 5-on-5 elimination match is Team NXT of 2019, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm versus Team Mickie James of, in 2009, which consists of Mickie James, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, Melina, and Eve Torres. And then our special little semi-main event attraction this is the Men's Survivor Series Elimination 5 versus 4. 1988's Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Dino Bravo, and Harley Race facing off against the four-person team of the All-Americans in 1993. That would be The Undertaker, Lex Luger, and the Steiner Brothers. And then our main event, the Match Beyond, War Games, Fantasy Booked, team kicking out at two, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage from the year 1988 teaming with Ric Flair and, and Roddy Piper, both coming from... 1991, stepping out of the time machine, and Psycho Sid of 1996, rounding out that team versus team special contributors. That would be Arn Anderson coming from 1989 to meet up with his familiar friend and rival, Dusty Rhodes.
0: And the polka dots. And the
1: polka dots in 1990. They will meet up with Stone Cold Steve Austin in 1997, a young whippersnapper of a rising star. And they will be uniting with Bob Backlund, a second-time WWF champion in 1994, and a out-of-this-world, out-of-his-mind, skilled prime Triple H in the year 2000, all coming together to make up team special contributors.
0: All right. That sounds like a fantasy Survivor Series card. Now, before we wrap this up, you mentioned it earlier. That you think that Andre the Giant's team from 1988 with Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, Dino Bravo, and Harley Race, something for Dino Bravo to hang his hat on, um, could quite possibly be the greatest Survivor Series team ever assembled. Mm -hmm. If you were to give me your top five, no particular order, Survivor Series teams, who would they be?
1: That's in the top five. We, I we I don't know if I could have the time to put them in order right now. Uh, no,
0: I'm not saying put them in order, but, but just you know, give me five that like stand out to you that you feel are in that that goat conversation. Team
1: WWF 2001.
0: Okay, so that was The Rock, Chris Jericho, Kane, Undertaker, and The Big Show. All right.
1: I might even put Team Alliance 2001 in the top five.
0: Stone Cold, Booker Kurt Ang- T, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon, and Rob, Rob Van Dam. Yep, those okay. are so
1: that's three. Um. The more I think about it, I can definitely put I think Team Raw 2016 on that on that list. That is a and again a lot of this comes with hindsight. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. With like wow, look what that team went on to accomplish all separately on their yeah. own. You know what I mean? Even together, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would put Team Raw 2016 on there. Team SmackDown 05 that we threw on the list yeah. is another one where you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Um, and then. If I have, my memory serves me right, let me go back to the wrong phone. I would say probably... That
0: DX team in 2006? I, I wasn't
1: thinking them, um, but let me go over to... Is it this one? Mm. I would say... Uh, team Austin from the Survivor series. Two thousand three. Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, and the Dudley Boys. Yeah. We of course, okay. Austin as the captain. Those are that probably rounds out my top five. Those
0: rounds out your five, yeah. Okay. So I got I got the Warriors with Ultimate Warrior, Kerry Erich, and the Legion of Doom. Just on paper, like you said, video game, right there. Yeah. You look at that, you're like, whoa. That is a team. Yeah. Yeah. That is a lineup. <clears throat> um You know, I didn't... I'll be honest with you. um, Hogan's... uh, The the teams that Hogan... The the team that Hogan was on with Jake the Snake and Demolition was a a good-looking team, but I just watched that match recently, and it was the Hogan show. Of course. Like, it wasn't like... it It was all designed to get to the end when Hogan must pose, so to speak. So, I didn't feel like... I felt like on paper they looked like a great team, but... I don't know. Maybe just the way the match was structured. I didn't feel like they were an actual team itself. Right. Um, I love the, the Randy Savage team from 87 with Steamboat, Duggan, Beefcake, and Jake the Snake. Uh, that's in my top five. I put Austin's team from, from uh, Survivor Series 2003 in my top five uh, with Michaels, Van Dam, Booker, and the, and the Dudleys. Um, that's what? Three? I got three there. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Ninety-one, ninety-two, ninety-three, ninety-four, ninety-five, ninety-six, ninety-seven. Um, and then it just kind of got weird. I, I know what I like twenty sixteen the men's team from SmackDown: Randy <coughs> Orton, Shane McMahon, Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles, and Dean Ambrose. I think that was I think that was a stacked <coughs> lineup. Like I said in more recent years that match itself the Raw vs Smackdown Men's from 2016 was probably the best Survivor Series match in quite some time yep um, that I'd put yeah so i definitely put that team on there and to round out my fifth team um try to think uh five, six. that DX team from 2006
1: I always liked it. DX, I Hardys, guess, and Punks. And- <clears throat> I, I, while I matured to the logic behind the sweep, like, I... I didn't like the sweep at first. Yeah, I didn't like it at first. While I matured to it, like, yeah, that's a fucking loaded team. You know what I mean? The Hardys were resur- resurged back into the fold. CM Punk was on the rise. DX was was doing their thing. I liked that team. I liked their opponents. Yeah. Mike Knox at the time was like, oh, this guy could be something. Gregory Helms was finally getting his, Knox, but yeah, go ahead. Gregory Helms was getting his opportunity, yep. you know what I mean? On yep. a singles platform, yep. you know, that was more serious because uh-huh. I think we were all kind of tired of the hurricane and then Orton and Edge were killing it. So yeah. like that was, a, that was a loaded match. <clears throat> you know, again, the, the way it ended was kind of like, mm, all right, not cool, but whatever. Yeah. Like, I think the pieces in play made you look forward to a longer match, to a more exciting match.
0: You know it's funny because like I had that I actually had this conversation with Shane Helms. Uh, we were I was at an indie show with him at the time when he was dating uh, Velvet Sky from TNA. She was working uh, an all women's indie show in New Jersey, and Survivor so Series had just happened, and we were talking about that match, and he asked me what I thought of it, and I just said I'll be honest with you, I didn't really care for the sweep. It just made all you guys look so inferior. Mm-hmm. and he broke it down for me pretty easily and pretty quickly. <clears throat> um, he said, he goes, well, look at it like this. He was like, Matt and Jeff just got back together. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to spotlight them. DX is DX. They're over. You know, like you can't like, you kind of have to give them some shine as well. And Punk, brand new, yep. just came on the scene. So, you you kind of kill each one of theirs momentum yep. by eliminating them out of the match. <clears throat> so therefore, why don't we do something that hadn't been done before? And yeah, do the sweep. However, he was kind of wrong about the sweep because I even said this to him. I go, well, actually, your match wasn't the first match to sweep. This is where my wrestling nerd, you know, <laughs> memory came into play. And he goes, he goes, no, we were the first to do it. I said, no, the visionaries. In 1990, did it Martel, the Warlord, and Power and Glory? But it was a four on four, not a five on five. Now,
1: if you if 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 you were in that room when they made that decision, and you could bring that to Vince McMahon's attention, we may have never gotten the sweep. So <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but I will say this though: to hit to the the part of it that I think it's forgotten because we get so down trodden on that sweep was that it was really Team DX. Versus Team Rated K- RKO because they were they were in a storyline together, and yeah. then the other three, you know what I mean, were kind of like the sidecarts of that. They just rounded out their teams, respectively. Well, they, but so the, other,
0: the others had so like the, they had stuff going on. Don't get me, me wrong, that each was. Other, yeah. But
1: I mean, it was the headline was RKO DX. Yeah. So it was kind of like to to the point that I think he was trying to make like those storylines could be at risk if you. If you try to book the match the way I think the fans would have wanted yeah. to see it. Where
0: it would have been more even. Where the baby faces... Or the heels would have had more of a...
1: Like you, 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 have, to consider, you have to consider the storylines when booking the match. Like I thought... Like at what that, they're currently doing.
0: Like I thought at that time. That because DX was so over and so established. When they put Orton and Edge together and they made mm-hmm. them equals. That like my vision of their rivalry was... Orton and Edge were going to come out on top
1: right. with a win
0: and it would make them like
1: oh they got one over on these guys
0: the, yeah this new super team if you will yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like sort of thing and when they did that sweep I felt like it, at the time and like you I've matured to, to the idea of the finish but at that time I was like well that totally killed their momentum as a, as a, as a tandem right especially when Orton's in there five on one at the end and he's eating everybody's finishers and I was yeah. just like what the fuck is going yeah. on yeah you know, um, so but I, like I said, I have matured to the idea, and then the way that he broke it down, and how I was, how I was, how I was kind of you know picturing. It, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, yeah. So, but
1: yeah. I think to his point, even if it wasn't the first time, it still teed up an opportunity to do something that no one saw coming. Yeah, not even never been done before. That's true. But too, no one yeah. saw coming That's true because too. you look at those five, those ten guys, and go, holy shit, this is like a, this is a clash. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where you expect it to be a classic of sorts, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. you know what I mean? It was like some, some people just have, you know, athletes in the athletic realm. Somebody had, all those guys had a bad day. Yeah, You know what I mean? And yeah. All those guys had a great day. Yep. So from that element, it was like, go back to gaudy Vince McMahon saying it. Anything can happen in the WWF. Oh God, you know I'm what I mean? That. Yeah. But that, that speaks to that more so than any type of first time element to Anything can happen. Yeah. And that's what I thought was really cool about that match. and, the elements that we talked about to get us to, to the make this an intriguing concept for Survivor Series. You put all these different combustible elements in one place, and anything can happen.
0: Yeah, and anything did. I mean, we, we, we booked ourselves quite the fantasy card. Let us know what you thought on social media with our fantasy Survivor Series card. Um, we would love all your feedback. Appreciate all your love and support. Uh, click and like, and press and play, and download and sharing, rate, and reviewing, subscribing to this podcast as a part of the Retro Mania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Just been a pleasure as always. Um, hope you all enjoy it. Um, you only got a few more episodes left before the year ends. Uh, so uh, look forward to uh busting out some more content for you uh when 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 it's needed. But uh with that being said, I think uh we survived. We most certainly survived. We we strived to survive and we, we made it through this close to two hours. Uh, here on this episode of Kicking Out At Two. And I think it's about that time that we put this one down for the three count. And we'll see you all next time.